Hello everyone, welcome back to Cinema Gems, and as always, I'm your host, the Admirable Admiral, and we're in a video store somewhere in your hometown, so come find us, yes, we still exist. Was that slow enough for you, Butt Maestro? <laughs> I want everyone to know, also, hi everyone, welcome back, Butt Maestro here, you know, you know who this is, hi. Um, I want y'all to know, before we did this, I asked the Admiral, hey, do us a favor, slow it down a little bit, and now he's crinkling a bottle out of spite. <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome back to Cinema Gems. We're another podcast that mostly talks about movies, sometimes other cinema-adjacent things like video games and TV shows. Oh my gosh, shut up, phone. And a streaming service exclusive. Streaming, streaming service exclusives as well. Uh, Y'all read the title, you know what we're doing. Uh, we're we're finished up with Box Office Bombs Month, unfortunately. Yay! Oh, I'm sad now. I know, I'm sad too. I'm hoping there's a part two oh, Electric Boogaloo. by the way... I watched, I uh, started watching the movie, I wasn't able to finish it yesterday, but I started watching a movie called Ghost Dog, The oh, Way God, of the no. Samurai. Oh, wait, is this the Forrest Whitaker one? Yeah. That's actually great. Yeah. You know who the villain in that is? I don't remember. The same villain from Megaforce. Wait, really? Yes. What, like, is he playing the same character? No. Is he is he still like discount Cobra Commander? No, he's like he's like a Don, and he's like really quiet, and he's like, it's like it's like almost twenty years, cause I think it's like eighteen years from Megaforce. Yeah, and it's like I saw I was like I've seen him from somewhere, and uh, and the Honorable Tesla and the Fantastic Miss Frida were like, what? You seen him before? Where? Where? And I was like, he's from Megaforce. And Fruit is like, okay, cool, give me belly rubs. <laughs> I was like, okay. Okay, cool, thanks. More rubs now. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about Loki. That came out in 2021. June. Came out earlier this year. Started in June, I believe. June. I'm it started on a Wednesday. Uh, June 9th. Day before my birthday. Oh my god. Yeah, that's why I was so hyped about this show. I... This was great. And I know we're a little bit late to the party because it stopped airing a few weeks ago. But That's why we're here. That's why we're here. That's why I'm here. we need to soak up the whole thing. We need to really pay that's attention why, to it. That's why I'm here. Stop that. That's <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi. Attack of the Clones. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, do you want so, to talk about... Episode one. Wait, before we go any further. Nah, do you what? want to talk about the greeting that you gave me when we came into the Annex? Oh, as soon as the Admiral walked into the annex, hello there, General Kenobi. And it makes sense because he's so much taller and lankier than me. <laughs> I just my arms need you to got separate. The long, lanky arms. You just need extras. I just with have lightsaber. I just have the fantastic Miss Frida and the Honorable Tesla, and have them have arms. I have enough broomsticks and drumsticks in here. I should be able to give you enough weird handles. That that'll be fun. So anyway, Loki, the streaming. Uh, thing from disney plus episode one glorious purpose uh so it starts off 2012 new york the end of avengers slash uh the middle of Endgame. and so he so loki piles basically into mongolia um and he sees um native mongolians would be the proper term i believe uh, by the way i know it's pretty much implied on this show by you know already but like if this is your first time listening to us first off hi welcome second this is gonna be super spoilery 
yeah. of, of everything in the MCU. We, we're bad at not spoiling things. Anyone who's met us in person, any of our Swapper Jacks friends, knows we're bad at talking about things without giving away crucial things. So, like, spoiler alert for all MCU shit. Mm. Alright, continue. I'm so sorry. That's okay. So, he meets some uh, native Mongolians, and then the TA... Appear- TBA. Well, well, we don't know who they are. The, they just appear out of nowhere. A bunch of guys in armor with with. There was a lady. Batons. Yeah. There was a lady. Yeah. Hundred B fifteen. She's awesome. So they come up, and apparently it's kind of when whenever they hit the person with it, it's kind of like a cattle prod, but it makes them move at one tenth the speed. I'm they- sad that we only saw this setting on the pruning baton once in the entire show. But it's one tenth the speed, but they can feel everything, everything in real time. Yeah. Yeah. Which, Which just sounds like a hell. Uh, so he gets taken back to the TVA, and we Which meet this super bureaucratic uh, place, very inspired by like the fifties and stuff. Everything is brown. Is that a good or a bad thing? The lighting's yellow. Which is a form of brown. <laughs> so you don't like it. I grew up with a house with the wood paneling on the side of the walls. By the way, hi, Glados. Hi. Oh, oh no, I, I did too, and I had wood floors. I don't mind the wooden floors. I can deal with that. That's because I can paint the walls other colors. Other than brown. <laughs> so, as well as just the general aesthetic of this place, everything about this place is authoritarian, bureaucratic as hell. Uh, people are being ripped from their timelines and forced into a queue. Because oh they are yeah. variants? Because they're variants. Because they strayed off of the sacred timeline. So so we get to see Loki go through all this stuff. Uh, basically, it's his temporal aura that they have. Yeah. Anything of, and then I like when they're like, are you a robot? Or have never been a robot before. And he's just like, Has anyone wait, gone through this and not known? Wait, am I a robot? Would <laughs> I know? And he has like this dilemma and he just jumps and nothing happens. Yeah, they start the existential crisis early in this show. Episode one, oh god, has anyone gone through this thing and not known they were a robot? And am then I, I a robot? And then I like when, when he's like, this is everything you've ever said. And it's like a stack of papers. Okay, I thought it would be a lot taller than what it actually was. The one slip after he speaks again. It's great. I love it. Um, And then we get to meet Owen Wilson. The only... Not quite. Not before we meet Miss Minutes, voiced by the amazing Tara Strong. Bubbles. Bubbles. 100%. I mean, she's done so much more than that. But yeah, Bubbles. Who might be sentient? I mean, is sentient, but maybe evil. Maybe not. Well, Tara Strong might be both. We don't know. Tara Strong's wonderful. She's absolutely not evil. She She's listens, very good at she playing listens evil to the, characters. She listens to this podcast. I I would be flattered. I would actually be like super nervous and piss myself if an actual voice actor really listened to this show. Because, oh my god, I want my voice to sound better for you. <laughs> so, then he goes in front of the judge and she's like, oh, how do you plea? And he's like, um, I, I don't know what this is. I'm a god, I don't plea. Yeah. He's still being himself from Avengers. Like, we're, we're getting a Loki that hasn't had the character arcs that we've seen him have through the Dark World and Ragnarok. Which I don't know if people knew that going into it. If it would, they realized that that wasn't the same character. I, I'm, 
I like that what Marvel did leading up to the show, they kept everything vague about what Loki was actually about. And then episode one, the first five minutes are, okay, here's something you've already seen. And just in case you haven't seen it, we're going to show it to you again. Just like we're going to show you this little part of Endgame because it links directly into where we're springboarding off for this show. Yeah. Uh, and then he, they're like, oh, well, you, got, you can't. It's timekeepers are dictated by the time, and we get this lovely animation about time. The timekeepers, which I enjoyed yep. a lot, I, I liked it. Um, and then uh, he wants to meet the timekeepers so he can talk to them and get essentially just be like, "Hey, I want to." Yeah, I want to go back to my timeline. This is bullshit. Y'all ripped me. Out. Like, I am not the offender of time travel here. That was the Avengers who came back. Yeah. I know the scent of two, uh, two. Tony Stark's and like I love, someone else's new wibbly wobbly like, The Avengers here. did what they did, and it's like, wait, if you know, but then why aren't they trapped? As because a, it adheres to the sacred timeline. Yep, no, that's exactly it. And so then, after that, we meet Owen Wilson. Yep, and he Mobius. never says "Wow" the entire show. I have to say, this might be one of my favorite. I'm not going to say my no, favorite, but this it's, is it's up there. This is this is my favorite. This this is one of his best performances. This is my favorite sure. Owen Wilson performance. He disappeared into the damn role, especially um, for the first several episodes of it. He really did. Like this is some of the best acting I think we've ever seen from him, which is saying something because fucking midnight. Uh, uh, what was it? Midnight in Paris? One night in Paris? That's that's Owen Wilson, right? I remember that being really. That was a good, good one too. He's he's a phenomenal actor, and he's so pigeonholed into wow. He says how in one one of the scenes and it sounds like wow almost yeah i feel like they gave that to us as a little okay you've bared with us for a long time um and so then we find out that loki finds out that he's not the only variant of loki because he watches his original his original self's death yeah. and then i think that's when it when he breaks him like that point because he's like oh shit because think about all of the personal emotional growth he had to go through to get to that like not this variant Loki, Loki Loki, had to get to that point where he stands up to Thanos and gets killed. Yeah, he had to go through his he mother had, dying. He had to go through... He went through that whole emotional roller coaster in a, in a tenth of the time. Yeah. And that's jarring. Right. As we as essential workers have found out over the last year and a half, going through a shit ton of emotional trauma, one after another, after another, after another, and not getting a break, that sucks and and yeah that breaks loki as i think it would break anyone seeing their future happen in front of their eyes like that it would definitely break me because he had his he had his mom dying his dad dying yep then he had his home destroyed yep and then he got killed by the guy he promised to give the cosmic cube to yep yeah that's a lot Uh, and that's just that's just a spark notes the the poetic poetry the 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 poetic, poetic poetry. poetry. Words the, are hard. The poetic justice. The 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 poetry in the writing of the the symmetry of how the whole tirade he does about how the TVA and all of its things is just a construct made to make weak people feel empowered or something like that or or give. You mean what I know? He repeats the thing when he's breaking down and and going, "Why am I Loki?" That, that's just poetically beautiful. So then we find out that he's going to be used to hunt another variant. And the variant, the other variant is him. Is another Loki. Um, and then episode two, we go to two, Alabama. We go to Alabama. Well, we go to Oshkosh, Wisconsin. 
first. We're almost in Alabama. And we go to Alabama. Not yet. We, we don't go to Alabama quite Oshkosh, yet. Wisconsin. There's yep. a Ren Faire, 1985. Yep. There's music playing that sets in 1985. Yep. Loki Steel. 1985. Because uh, I have a memory. 1985. I have, I have, I have, okay. I have, All right. I haven't watched this series since it came out, but I remember things. Uh, I have a question when we go to Alabama. Okay. Okay. 2077. No. 2042. I don't think so. I thought it was 30-something. Never mind. Let's keep going. We're in Oshkosh. I'm lost. What? The date for... The date for Alabama? Yeah. So, Oshkosh, Oshkosh, Wisconsin. One of the hunters gets stolen. Yes. Abducted by this Loki and mind-fucked with. And so the Loki that we have has to wear a variant... Which, Jacket. not gonna lie, easy cosplaying goals. Oh, yeah. I fully intend on going to a, a some play, red, white, and blue, one of those places, getting a really cheap old tan jacket and just spray paint variant on the back. Absolutely. And then uh, we go to... No. Then we get back and they find the gum and they have to talk about where the gum was made. And now the gum has only been made, I think it's Booberry? Yeah. Before that, we get a scene that I, I read something on... Uh, Reddit or something yesterday. I showed GLaDOS this. Um, and uh, the whole Pompeii scene. It, uh, Loki. Fucking Tom Hiddleston speaking Latin to a bunch of people in Pompeii as Vesuvius is about to explode and kill them all. Like, as... And I love when it happens that Owen Wilson's like, what the fuck are you doing? But you know that Tom Hiddleston was such a classics yeah. nerd. Like, that's, that's his Be background. Be free is, is to the Shakespearean, goats. and he gets to do this and just have... So, you know Tom Hiddleston had so much fun with this show. And the writers just gave him favor after favor after favor. I'm just like, we know this has been your fantasy. Be, Go. Be free! Go! It's, oh, it's so good. So, yeah. But like they you fuck said. with the timeline, and they don't... Nothing Nothing. They happens. see that a, when... When certain... hiding out in an apocalypse... You can't be detected. By nexus points. Right. Um, and so then they they talk about the gum, and then they go to Alabama, and is it 20? 2050. Fuck. We were both wrong. I thought I was 30-something. Uh, I knew it was in between. I knew it was 2077, I think, is the star that explodes. The planet. I feel like it's a song. You're, you're, oh, right. you're, right, no. about, you're right about Lamentus. It's 2077. It's also cyberpunk. That's what I'm thinking. See, I have dates stuck in my head because I watch Doctor Who too much. Oh, good <laughs> God. So they're in, uh, um, what's the... Alabama. I'm going to call it by and large. It's they're, not by and large. Oh. Gonna, uh, Rock's card. Rock's card. Court. Yeah, because... Rock's court. Because that is an MCU staple. MCU basically Sam's Club. Yeah. And so they go in and I, I love how this one guy, he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm buying lilies. Why are you buying those? There's a hurricane sale. Yeah. I have witnessed yeah. this. I cannot tell you. When I saw that line of dialogue, yeah. I legitimately thought, yeah, okay, that checks out. They're in the middle of Alabama. They're in a hurricane. It's a giant warehouse. You got nothing better to do. Go look at some plants. I've witnessed this. I've been the dumbass to do this. Hell, I've been on a roof on a tropical storm. Okay, I had to make sure the air conditioning was running, all right? These are important things, people. It's summertime. So, so, Anywho. So, so, that's, so apparently this variant of Loki can 
um, possess people with their aura. Enchant, yeah. They're, enchant? They're, uh, they're an enchanter. So they, We don't meet them quite yet. Yeah. So they enchant one person, yep. then they enchant a worker, Hunter B. Then, they en- yeah, then they enchant the, uh, the, the hunter. Hunter B-15. And then they enchant the other guy who's like a biker dude. Yeah. And Big tra- scary biker dude. And tries to kick Loki's ass. Uh, and then we get to see the true variant Loki, and they are a she. Yep. Um, because if you look back at the original file that he had, it says that his sexual orientation was fluid. Yes. And I guess a lot of people didn't, didn't realize that. Not just canonically within the Marvel verse, but canonically within Norse mythology. Oh yeah, Loki has been every gender and m- more than one species. Yeah. So <laughs> and so, every gender within those species. So we also see the horn that she has. One of them is broken. Yeah. Um, and so then she leaves, and Loki follows, and I love when Owen Wilson and Hunter B. Fifteen's like, "Stop, stop, go!" And Loki's just like. It just runs in. That's like when the dog, when a dog is about to like, don't you do that. Don't, don't do you, it. Don't you. It's like, damn it. Well, I wasn't going to do it, but, but, but now I will. But have. now I will. <laughs> um, so, uh, and then we get the next episode. Episode three, Lamentus. Yes, which is 2077. Yep. Uh, they go back through the door to the TVA, but they're stopped by Renslayer. Uh, Renslayer and a bunch of goons try to take him out, and Loki uses a tempad kind of blindly to teleport them to 2077 Lamentus, a moon that's being fucking destroyed. Unfortunately, breaks the tempad. Yep, breaks their way back. Th- so this whole episode reminded me of Snowpiercer. Oh yeah, and an old school Doctor Who episode. Big time. This whole series is just it, lo- it smells like Doctor Who. It's all it's classic. Wobbly, it's classic shit. Doctor Who. I would so, make the argument, and keeping in mind, I have not watched, uh, I've watched maybe half of the Peter Capaldi run, I haven't watched any of the newest Doctors run, uh, but... Okay, so Capaldi recent... is okay writing with a great actor, Yeah, and Jodie Whittaker is horrible writing with a great actress. So, keep in mind when I'm criticizing doctor who a i'm not a whovian i'm a hooligan i'm a casual doctor who fan but b i'm not criticizing the actors who portray the doctors i'm criticizing the writing for it being convoluted and fan servicey as the, hell the last, how did the mcu do doctor who better the last time <laughs> doctor who was good was when david Tennant was involved in david Tennant, and i would say 2009 2010. a chunk of the matt smith run too see i didn't like matt smith because that's when one of the guys took over that was a underling writer from the mm-hmm. david Tennant. And that's when he did all the fan service stuff. And that's when I was like, this is horrible. Okay, but, but, but Eccleston's great too. Eccleston. Oh, Eccleston's great. Eccleston was phenomenal. And I'm still mad at the MCU at Disney Marvel for giving him nothing to do in instead of world. Instead of stare blankly into yeah. the vast void of green screen. Giving him a throwaway villain to do nothing with. It's just, that's, that's sad. Why would you waste such a fantastic uh actor anyway episode three lamentus so then uh they're trying to find a way back and the whole this whole episode is essentially a planet-wide bottle episode yeah but we also get to see loki actually seeing in asgardian yeah and that's really nice it was i 
I had the subtitles on, but it said singing as Guardian. But I don't know as Guardian because it didn't translate into my brain. But it sounded really nice. Yeah. It sounded very it beautiful. It, it was nice. Uh, I also love the callback of this drink. It's good. Another crash. Oh, that was hilarious. Uh, so this whole episode is basically just character growth between the two. Is them then, learning about each other and in the process learning about themselves because they are each other. What about when they get to meet the lady who run who's in the um, the trailer, and then I like that Loki sees uh, Loki, Loki sees a picture of her husband and so, tries to morph into her husband. And she shoots him away like she so she shot Sylvia. Sylvie is the female variant yes, Loki. Yes. Um, so then they get to it. Uh, they get to the train, and that's when they get on there, and they get they get kicked off, uh, and then they're heading to where it is and they see that they have a nexus attachment when they're sitting by the lake with two rocks talking Mm -hmm. it's because Loki is so self-indulgent that the only person he can love is Is a version of himself is a slightly different version of himself that's possibly crazier than him um if you think about it i'm pretty sure most people i know everyone is calling this weird but I'm, I'm pretty sure most people given this very weird impossible circumstance would probably do the same if you met a slightly a, similar to yourself in enough ways but different enough to not but also it's technically just masturbation yeah technically plus but- Plus, your own preference and style is kind of a, your own reflection of your own taste. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. I want to look good for me. It's what I like yeah. to look at. So it's kind of like what I like to look for. Kind of yeah. I, don't yeah. Know. I mean, you know. Technically, See, it's masturbation. And you know what? See, consenting adults can do what consenting adults want to my, do. Exactly. My, my point here really is that it's not so much masturbation as it is just a big allegory for self-love. Yeah. A, a big allegory for self-appreciation. As we've been preaching on the show for months and months and months, be kind to yourself so you can be kind to others. So then we get one of my favorite shots from Loki is the supposed one-shot of them with going to the the uh, the rocket yes while the moon is like fully exploding uh but yeah it looks like one shot there's like three or four cuts but it's done really well this whole show is written and shot incredibly well acted and, incredibly and well. then uh they get back by the temp by a temp pad it's not theirs correct um so now we're dipping into episode uh, episode four, the Nexus event, um, and yeah, they, they form a romantic bond for a, a hot second, which poof, splits the timeline and alerts the TVA. Uh, they pop in, grab Loki and Sylvie back to uh, the TVA. Uh, they put Loki in a time loop. That gets to relive simulation where he gets yeah because he because he cut um, Lady Sif hair and yep. i love how she's like you pathetic wab to, to the and it just keeps looping and looping to the point where he knows exactly what she's going to say and she's just anticipating it and she even gives him he she says the same thing over and over again she keeps saying you will always be alone and even in the last one where he's clearly learned 
a, l- a little bit. Like, he's learned his lesson in this look, He's like, look, situation. look, look, I know I'm horrible, I know I'm per- blah, blah, blah. And then she just fucking still knees him in the balls. Not even that. Like, the the she still, once again, is like, you will, you are lonely, and you will always be alone. You are alone, you will always be alone. And that hurt as much as all the times where he got sucked in the face. Yeah. That's... The pain isn't from the hits. It's from being told again and again and again. Even when you try to rectify the situation. Even when you think you finally got down to the person. Nope. You will always be alone and you deserve to be. That's what hurt him. Not the punches. Yeah. This episode is also... Like, the the B-plot of this episode, besides Loki being in this time loop, is Mobius finally kind of waking up to, oh shit, this is weird shit. This, like, the TVA is... Kind of fishy, kind of sketch. This is weird. What's is this going the episode on? we find out that there are variants? That the uh, this is the episode where we find out that uh, TVA agents when, when Sylvie enchanted the first TVA agent and the second Hunter B fifteen, uh, basically unlocked their memories from when they were civilians before they were taken and brainwashed by the TVA into thinking we were created by the TVA. No, you had a real life in the, in the sacred timeline. And that's just been taken from you. And that whole timeline has been wiped so that no one remembers you. That's fucked. <laughs> and so then, when that's going on, uh, doesn't Sylvie reload? She's just basically being interrogated, right? She's mostly locked in the room Nobody's for most of this Nobody's going episode. really in there because they don't want to get enchanted. Except for B-15, think. who's like, what the fuck did you make me see? Okay. Um... And then, after that, uh, we get to meet... Uh, oh, basically, I think it's Mobius gets pruned. Yeah, so Mobius uh, right. has a moment of understanding with Loki. He takes him out of the loop, and they, they have this interesting back and forth that's a bit of a game of chess. And then they finally kind of break down to each other and then tell the truth. And Mobius is like, look, I'm going to be real with you. I'm doubting this TVA shit. I need you to help me, but I need, I need to be able to fucking trust you. So then we have... Um, the main judge Renslayer comes in sees that uh, Mobius has taken Loki out and just prunes him and I love no I love when he goes uh, he's like where are y'all going and this is when he he knows he's about to be pruned that's when he yeah. goes wherever I was originally from yeah and then she's like prune him mm-hmm. like he knew at that point he's like I'm gonna get pruned anyway so I might as well just make it fun which makes me wonder if Mobius knew what pruning really was. Because Renslayer clearly did. And up to this point, we thought pruning was just being completely vaporized. Because that's what it looks like. It looks like your atom is being just dismantled. So so then while, uh, when that's happening, we get to go meet the judges? Uh, the, not the judges, the timekeepers. Which basically we go down the creepy look elevator like and giant turn. robotic Muppets. Yeah. A giant Muppet Lorax with turns a giant out, mustache. Turns out they actually are giant robotic uh, Muppets. They totally are. Because they try and cut their heads off. It's a, Sil- is it Sylvie that tries to kill them? Yeah, Sylvie. And finds out that they're robots. a sword, does a really cool fucking trick, and chops one of their heads off and rolls off, and it's mechanical. They're like, what the actual fuck? And even Renslayer's like, what the actual fuck? And, and then while, when that's going on, basically Loki tries to... Uh, tell Sylvie how he feels, and he gets pruned while it's happening. Yeah, 
anyone who didn't have a bad feeling in their gut, right, as Loki is trying to tell Sylvie, I love you, hasn't watched enough TV, hasn't been traumatized enough by enough TV and movies, Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, whatever, and, to, to know, yeah. And then it ends, and then... Number five, Journey into well, Mystery. No, well, Although, well, that one, we get a... We do get an end credit scene. Where we get to see... Uh, old classic Loki, yep. who is General Pride from Rise of Skywalker. Thank you for knowing who he was, because I recognized that actor, but I didn't. And we get to see Kid Loki, Barbarian yeah. Loki, and everyone's favorite Loki, Alligator, Alligator Loki. Loki. I loved it. I, Which, I by the way, um, I went around, Swapper Jackson was like, hey, what's your guy's favorite variant Loki? And it better be Croc, uh, Alligator Loki. Alligator. At which point I determined that, little... uh, so yeah, we have yet to determine if, um, Admiral is variant Tesla or Tesla is variant Admiral. I think it depends on the day. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, it depends on the day. Anyone who's met the Admiral and Tesla knows they're, yeah. We're, we're some Richard Attica. E. Grant, by the way, classic Loki. And I'm mm. looking up what else he's been in. But General Pry. Well, besides that. <laughs> uh, and, well, I... So, and then we see that scene, and then in the next episode, we get to see it, and they're basically, their hideout is, a, like, just an Easter egg cavern. Mm-hmm. Plobius is in there? Fucking. I, Frog Thor, I think, was oh, my favorite. With the, with by the Thanos copter. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> true, that's true. That's true. With Mjolnir and the thing, and Frog Thor is like trying to get Just it. Just trying to I get think, to it. I think Gator Loki is the adopted brother of Frog Thor. Oh, I didn't know that. I think so. Don't quote that on me, but I think that's what it is. We, 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 can, we can ask. And so, so while that's happening, they're having a discussion about what they are and what they're doing. And then we also get a B cut where... Basically, Sylvie takes Renslayer and she's like, what the fuck did you just do? What's going on? And she's like, well, you have to meet the, you have to meet the person who runs the TVA that way. So she prunes herself. Yep. Sylvie prunes herself. <coughs> after being told that being pruned is not the end. There's yeah. something after that. It's not being completely obliterated. It's being displaced. So, so when that's happening, basically other variant Lokis break into the easter egg cavern and Mm -hmm. it's president loki and i love that president loki is only on screen for maybe five seconds and gator loki rips his (laughs) like just bites his hand off and he goes "Ah!" (laughs) immediately pure chaos yeah I, i love the pure chaos of this scene of every loki uh deceiving the others except for classic loki about that except for classic loki kid loki and and gator loki Mm -hmm. they actually try and help our loki yeah Mm -hmm. barbarian loki stays back to kick some ass well also because he wanted the throne he just got deceived and he just deceived our main group so they're not going to really leave with him he clearly Uh, can't be trusted so while that's going on they're walking around and we get to see mobius pick up sylvie Mm -hmm. that's they got to get uh, basically enveloped by this cloud. Yeah. So oh, she yeah. gets picked up with Mobius picks her up and they go toward and I love when they're I love when they're coming toward our our Lokis. They're all like, What's going on? What's what's happening? Blah, 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 blah. and they get out and he's like, Oh, these are our other selves. This is it's best not to ask. 
Like, he looks down at Gator Logan and he's like, this is a child and this is us as an alligator. Which, believe it or not, not the weirdest thing I've seen today. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's better not to ask questions. (laughs) Uh, So then they basically kind of hide out and uh, go over a plan of what they're going to do. Yeah. Uh, And then they basically decide that they can enchant Goliath, the beast. Goliath, yeah. I'm sorry, Goliath. They enchant Goliath and... They can, you know, actually go to wherever they else they need to go. So they enchant him, and they head toward this, but not by the great sacrifice of classic Loki. Oh yeah, going out in style, going out glorious, in glorious purpose. purpose. All I gotta say is, awesome. I hope Gator Loki's okay. Oh, you know he is. He's gonna be the last one standing. <laughs> <laughs> Episode six for all time, always. Uh. While we're going into the castle? Before, yeah, okay, the castle. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I love the inside Close. of this place. Yeah. Wh- whoever. Matte black with cracked marble gold. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, everything from now on I ever make or paint will from now on forever be that color scheme. Holy motherfucking shit. Yeah, 10 out of 10 for set design on this one. This was absolutely gorgeous. It looks, it looks like if Frankenstein, Frankenstein's Frankenstein, the person who created Frankenstein's monster, his workshop had sex with Dracula's castle and was abandoned for ten thousand years. Uh, That's what this castle was look like. It's just it had such beautiful architecture. The columns, the texture, the the color, the the matte black, and just the reflection of that gold. And then you got Miss Minutes. That's like ten way, times her size. It knows way too much. Yeah. Knows, really knows way too much. Hi y'all. Hi y'all. It's me, Miss Minutes. Yeah. Clearly, the hierarchy here is he who remains, Miss Minutes, and then everyone else uh, who is not in on shit. I uh Miss Minutes is above him. I think she might be on par with him. I I don't know. It sounds like Miss Minutes is a. Is one of the first creations of He Who Remains, yeah. which, by the way, amazingly played by Jonathan Majors from, uh, oh, what's it called? Lovecraft Country. Yeah. What if she's he's a creation of one of his variants? Possibly. Which, by the way, he's never named to be um, King. But he goes, Someone calls me a conqueror. And yeah. Like, He's talking Just about all the different it. versions of himself. Just say who you he, are. They're, they're holding that for when it's the actual king, the yeah. conqueror. No, I, I think. Uh, so basically, he describes <coughs> everything that's going to happen, and he knows everything that's going to happen up to a certain point, which he. He disavows at that. He's like, Wait, I, re- I don't know if you've seen the versions of this that that have the last few minutes of uh, WandaVision synced up with the last few minutes of Loki, but Scarlet Witch becoming the true Scarlet Witch syncs up perfectly with the the point in time where he who remains is like, oh, oh shit, oh shit, I don't know what's gonna happen anymore. Like that is the Nexus event. Huh. Because uh, I think this one is supposed to take place like right after. This is happening as the end of WandaVision. No, but like it takes place a couple weeks after Endgame, which WandaVision is when it takes place yeah. too. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people think it's supposed to be set when it is. Because Fal- Falcon and Winter Soldier, I know, is supposed to be set. Well, and also keep it after. Keep in mind the, the TVA is outside of normal time yeah. and space. 
and so then when while that's going on um basically Renslayer is kind of like hey i want to get out of here and miss minutes is like here you go she gives her like a little yeah but she says this isn't what i asked for and miss minutes responds he thinks this might help you more yeah and she doesn't know how to respond to that so Renslayer's clearly in the dark, but we know, we know for a fact, based off of her last lines before she goes through after she literally kicks Mobius's ass. Without even really having to try. Mobius is not a fighter, y'all. No. And they're, they're having that discussion of free will and everything, and, you know, with the last word she says before she goes through that time door is, I'm, I'm going in search of free will. And her whole argument is the only person who has free will is the one in charge. So the next time we see Renslayer, I do not think it's going to go pretty for anybody. No. Renslayer wants to be the one in charge. Oh, you bet your ass. And so we get this nice, like, um, Machiavellian villain from uh, He Who Remains. Absolutely fantastic. And I love him. I don't know. Have you read the Thrawn books? Long time ago, yeah. Thrawn trilogy. So remember when she, when he pitted Sylvie and Loki against each other? Yes. I just thought of Luke and Luke fighting. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, yes. Here we go. It's it's very it's very similar. Like clearly just toying with their brains. So so while this is going on, basically Loki's like, look, I don't want to rule because he gives him it, he who remains gives him an option: either you kill me. And deal with all the other people, all the other variants of me, or you're head of the TVA. Choose. And Sylvie wants to kill him because of what she took away from him. Which, obviously, the trauma that she's been through, I can understand what she what yeah. she means. But I can also understand Loki, Loki's point of like... Wants we, to maintain the order with yeah. them two in charge. And I think... That goes to show that it starts with the 2012 Loki, but by the time we get to this episode 6 Loki, he's realizing, I mean, so, so much about himself and about everybody else that... Because she's been saying to him this entire fight that we know you want the throne, that's all you want, so why are you trying to tell me this so you you can turn on me? And he's like, I'm not trying to turn on you. And that's when she uh, pops him out with the, uh, the the little time pad ring right. thingy that yeah. the Renslayer has. Yeah, I'm sorry, not Renslayer. He who he remains. remains. Uh, and then she ends up killing he who remains, like just like yeah. s- s- close quarters, just stabs him in the gut. Right, right. Uh, heart ish. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I like when he goes, "See you real soon." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, damn, damn." Uh, then we get. Uh, well, first off, we get to see the timeline absolutely breaking itself apart. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely shattering into infinite branches. As Loki is getting back to the TVA, the TVA is in total panic. Uh, he finds Mobius and Hunter B-15. Who he thinks they are. Because we they may have different names at this point. We don't know. And they don't know who he is. Yeah. I like how it's like, are you from accounting or something? And he turns and he sees the, the statue st- of The statue him. that... The statue that used to be the three timekeepers, yep. but is now one... Just he who remains. Or... Just him. Or, you know, Kang the Conqueror, whoever we're... Co- we don't know what we're calling him yet, 
But we'll he, see in probably Multiverse of Madness. But he does have his classic King the Conqueror outfit yeah. on in that statue from the comics. So, that's Loki. That was the, There will uh, be a Disney season Plus. two. I bet, yeah. We, we know there's going to be a season two. And we know this has to tie in, just like WandaVision will, this has to tie in with uh, Spider-Man Far From Home? No. no or is it home. No Way no. Home? I have a meme for you, and you'll understand. Oh, God. Okay. I have a meme template. You remember? So we know this is going to tie into No Way Home. We know this has to tie into Multiverse of yeah. Madness. So, so the meme, okay? The yeah. meme. You know the the meme template where the little girl's like crying a swim, and the mom's like trying to hold the other girl. Yes. And she's jumping in the water, and then they got the skeleton on the bottom. Yep. Falcon and Winter Soldier season two skeleton on the bottom. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Wide division. The little girl's like treading water to save her life. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Loki, season two, Disney, the mom. And I'm like, that's great. That is perfect. Yeah. That is, that's perfect. She's like, come here. We know. But the head writer, uh, I forget her name. She's, she said she's not returning. Oh no. Kate Heron? Yeah. I'm sorry. The director. She said she's not returning. Kate Heron. She's like, I'm not returning. Oh no. She doesn't, she wants to move on to other stuff. Okay. All right. All right. So if you had to rank, uh, or do you want to give it a Cinema Gems rating first? Uh, my favorite episode would be a tie between number three and number five. I was going to say, if you were to compare the three most recent streaming Oh, this is my favorite. Out of this, WandaVision and, and uh, yeah. Falcon Winter this Soldier. This is my favorite. Captain Falcon? No. Loki. Lo- Loki? Loki no. number one. What's what's two and three? Oh, I, I don't care. Number one. Loki. I mean, number same, two would obviously. probably be t- number two would probably be Falcon Winter Soldier. Falcon Winter Soldier and WandaVision are are both great. They're both nine out of tens for me. I guess I have to rewatch. Uh, I have to rewatch. Um, WandaVision. I because... have some gripes about the end of Captain Falcon, just because I feel like uh, I kept I kept calling him Carl throughout the show because the first time he put the helmet on, he looked like Carl from Up, but. Oh, yeah. uh, Fake captain, yeah. uh, you know, U.S. agent, U.S. agent, um, got it. Abrupt, undeserved redemption at the end of the show that just left a really sour taste in my mouth. Everything else about the show was awesome. I, I think, but I think the thing I like about most about that show is the way, uh, is the way Sam earned the shield. Yeah. Like that's that's the thing I liked about the most is Sam earned the shield because Bucky didn't care. Bucky's already been through everything. He's been with Steve. He knew everything. He knew that Steve left Sam the shield for a reason. Mm-hmm. That's why Bucky didn't want it. Yeah. Bucky knew who it was for, and he knew it was for Sam. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. This absolutely. Uh, ranks to me at least above either of those. Two and then we get out. Hawkeye. We're getting Hawkeye next, and I'm very much looking forward to it because I love uh, Haley Steinfeld. I'm pretty sure is the is the main actress in that who's playing like the young Hawkeye. We can look that up. Later. Haley Seinfeld or Stein? Stein. Steinfeld. Oh, I thought you sure. said Seinfeld. I'm like, Jerry. Yeah. I was like Jerry Seinfeld has a daughter. That's the appropriate age to be. I, I know what the answer is going to be from the Admiral, but here on Cinema Gems we have a rating system. One uh, whole gem, great, loved it. Half gem, eh, it's okay. No gem, don't bother. What do you guys think? I, I think this is no-brainer, whole gem. Okay. And I can't wait for more. And I hope the next season is also a whole gem. 
A whole enchanted gem. What? Like what? Compared now, watching all three series that have released on Disney Plus, what would you take any of the other ratings back, knowing that this is not superior because art is subjective in anything that you want, but would you go with one or maybe if Falcon or Soldier have Jim or? WandaVision have I don't know if I would change the ratings, but my thoughts on Captain on Captain Falcon have changed a little bit. Okay. Uh, the portrayal of uh, U.S. A, agent, not just U.S. agent, but the whole Carly thing. How you know this is a group of of rebels, not even mercenaries. They're they're rebels. They're they were displaced from time, and then when they came back, they had no place to live. So they're trying to make a world for the people who disappeared, and. She's a terror. This it just seems like an analogy for it seems like Disney and the writers missing the mark of and accidentally falling into the trap of uh, the people that are at the top holding the status quo are always going to want to maintain that status quo as much as possible. So when people try to voice their concerns, the people at the top are like, "No, not that. Mm-hmm. Not like that. You you can you can protest. Uh, not like that. Let less violent." Oh, you're not being violent? Eh, not like that. And it's not until someone else with equal authority comes in and says, yo, you need to stop this shit. And the people in authority will be like, oh, okay, maybe we need to stop this shit. But only a little. It's just, it left a sour taste in my mouth, especially everything that's been going on with uh, in the last year and a half with the Black Lives Movement and everything. It seemed a little bit... Um, on the nose? A bit on the nose. A bit in not bad taste, but slightly sour taste. Okay. Um... And I would give it probably a full gin. Captain Falcon or no, Loki. Loki. Oh yeah, full um, gin for sure. Yeah, guys. Uh, so uh, thank you, Martin, the arrogant observer, for letting us use your website. Also, Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music. I'm very sad that we don't get to get to see those sweet tunes. Well, you didn't see them to begin with. I saw them. I saw the. I saw the. You saw the wave file. I saw the yeah. wave file. Okay, well that's fair enough. I mean, or when you. When you convert it, you also give me the MP3 pod. No, I convert it and give it to the MP3 pod. I give it to Marty. Please let us know if y'all want to hear more of that, whatever I did with the theme last month. Yeah. Uh, or let us know if y'all want us to do more things like Box Office Bond Month that we just finished up the end of last month. More streaming things like, like Loki, short mini series like this. I'd love to do more of these personally. But let us know what y'all want to think. Uh, let, let us know what y'all think. And let us know what y'all want to hear. Uh, and also, you can email us at cinemagems15 at gmail. And also... You can tweet at us, cinema under, uh, cinemagems underscore pod. And then you can Instagram us at cinemagemspod and let us know uh, what you want to hear, what you like, what you don't like. And also, just in general... Comments, concerns, questions, recipes. That's yeah. what we usually ask for. Uh, and also, guys, we want to be the podcast that you want to listen to. And you gotta help us get there though. Talk to us. Guys, and just let us know how you're feeling. Let us know what you think, what's going on. There are certain restrictions going to back in certain areas of states and all that. So we understand there are some there is some stigma to wearing a mask again and not There shouldn't be a stigma attached to helping protect yourself and the people around you. No, I'm I'm not saying I yeah. don't believe that. But there are some people that feel that way and they shouldn't. Because it's not a political statement. It's not something. It's self preservation and it's community preservation. Okay. It's there's I 
look, please wear a mask. If you can get vaccinated, if the vaccine isn't going to kill you, please get vaccinated because it will help the community in general and all the people who medical professionals will not let them get vaccinated. And the other thing about it... To penicillin physically can't get it. It can kill them. The other thing about it is, is that they'll stand behind my body, my choice, but yet when a... Yep, go for it. When... I don't, I don't feel like I should be the one to say this. GLaDOS, can you please? It's just getting really, really old. If you're going to say my body, my choice and refuse to wear a mask, get your hands off of my uterus. Yep. Thank you. I felt like I couldn't say that. Yeah, we as two white guys are... No, you're going to need to start saying it soon, because at a certain point, we're not going to have a voice to say it. No, I know, but I wanted you to say it on this platform. I appreciate that. Thank you. But no, get comfortable with saying it. Make make other guys uncomfortable, because that's the only way you change it. Don't tolerate rape jokes. Don't tolerate any of that bullshit. Get, make others uncomfortable. Talk about periods. Talk about pets. It's, it, this is, you gotta, we love women. They're beautiful. I love everything about them. Respect them. Listen to them when they talk. My body, my goddamn choice. Do whatever the fuck you want with your fucking mask, but get your hands off my fucking uterus. There you go. That's That being said, thank you to all of our amazing Swapper Jack friends and family members. Hang in there. Like we always say, be kind to yourself so you can be kind to others. You can't pour from an empty cup. Take care of yourself. Bye, guys. See you later. Also, black lives always matter. And wipe your hooves, but also black lives always matter, guys. Bye.